Hi, I'm Alexi Bolden. And I'm Lucy Porter. And this is Is Academia. Academia. Well, it's happened. What? I'm back in my reader girl era. I didn't know you had left. I didn't know either until I started reading about four books at the same time. And that's what I used to do back in maybe middle and high school. And I genuinely have like, you know, with college, it's really hard to... um, read your required reading no, and handle I, your I believe that you can't read for fun until you graduate like legally yes. I think that's been codified now that it's been two years post-grad I graduated in 2021 um I feel like I finally re- discovered my my reading spirit again I, and it does help that I have friends who are offering me book suggestions that are really really good like Constance oh, Wu's Will Smith's book which is actually really good um and then People um, have been telling me that – I'm trying to find the name. Of the, oh, um, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo is really good. So I'm excited to read that one. I've heard mixed reviews on that one. I'm scared, but I'm ready. Okay. You let me know. <laughs> I did uh, give you a book rec that you didn't love too much, and it made me think about my, my, my reading. Piece. And here's the thing. You recommended me a book, and I was yeah. like, great. I'll read it. I was like going through books with like such a ferocity that I was like, I can absolutely tackle this dear, dear listener, massive book that Alexi recommended me. And so I start reading it and I'm like, Hmm, it's bad. And I'm struggling to get into it. When will it pick up? I get chapters and chapters in and it's sort of not picking up. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. interesting premise that doesn't fulfill on the premise and this is odin's child not to dance around the topic but yeah say it that has now impacted your your like my level of trust in you when it comes to book recommendations and that has to be one of the worst things ever when you recommend maybe a song or a book to somebody and they don't like it having to live with in that shadow of your bad recommendation it sucks and so i don't i don't like it i usually when i'm when I'm trying to get back into my reader's um, mm-hmm. groove, I will read a book that I've read multiple times. So that way I'm like, okay, like I can read yeah. like this easy reading book. And then I'm like, okay, now new book. And if I can't get through that new book, then it's it's a challenge. But I've been um, picking up my Goodreads and Storygraph again. That's how I know Ooh. I'm back in my reader girl era is when I'm posting the number of stars that I'm giving a book. <laughs> it's, it's time. If you read a book, but you don't post about reading the book, did you really read the book? Thank you. In this social media era, nothing happens unless you post it. <laughs> wait, wait. I did. I did a thing recently. I was going to see Hades Town in downtown LA, and Beautiful. like had time before, so I was like, you know what? There's so many like nice hotels by that theater, so I'll go like grab a drink and some French fries at like a hotel bar. And oh. I brought my book. I have like the one book, uh, Trick Mirror by Gia Tolentino that fits really well in my bag. And so I brought that and was sitting at a bar reading a book. And it was that thing. I fall prey to it every single time where I can't read because I'm focused on how I'm reading. What do you mean? <laughs> like I can't read because my brain is so preoccupied of like, I'm a girl sitting in a bar reading a book right now. Like it's hell on earth. Yeah. yeah. I'm so preoccupied with the perception of being seen reading. 
Yeah. That I very rarely take it. Like even like I got to a point in the book where it was really resonating with me and she was making all these excellent points. And I was like, oh my God. And then I was sucked out of it immediately being like, I'm a girl at a bar with a sidecar and like smiling at my book. Oh, that's kind of cute though. I know. It's just, ugh. I would love to exist and not perform for once. You said a really good, like a really... A thing to think about when you're bringing your book with you is does it fit in your bag? Because there are yes. some books that are just larger. They're like 600 pages, which is Odin's Child. <laughs> it's like 600, 700 yeah. pages. And um, I've been reading like Sophocles, like the, and like, um, because, because, only because it fits in my bag. I have a, a little okay. tiny book, like a, a little tiny book of uh, the entire work of Sophocles. And I'm like, I could just pick this up. And just like I will also say, Alexi, there is an aspect of that that it is cool to be seen reading Sophocles. Maybe you can't like it's one of those books that's um, the cover. You like when you're looking at it, it's like only the spine has a title. So I'm like, if Mm. you can, if you if you want to squint and lean forward and read the the spine of Sophocles, (laughs) you're like Belle. You like have it fully up in front of your face, walking around, hoping that people notice. Look at me! Look at me! you're a danger to yourself and others <laughs> something that i hope people notice is this this guest we have on today oh i've been noticing the guest and personally yeah. i'm thrilled <laughs> i'll say it we both met this guest at the world famous second city and mm. tale as old as time talk about beauty and the beast <laughs> <laughs> i think the first time i saw this person was when i saw them perform in the black history month or the black excellence show yes. at second city and i was like mm-hmm. that is a performer that's an actor. So without further ado, I want to welcome to the pod comedian, actor, writer, Max Thomas. Ow, Thank ow. you for having me, y'all. Thank you all. Thank you for being on here, Max. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm good. I'm good. I just got done. Uh, I spent, what, two and a half hours composting food at Urban Canopy, at, um, where we have Chicago Food Sovereignty Coalition. Uh, and it's Whoa. like a, just a mutual aid hub. And yeah. just like we had all this old veggies and just composting, but it was just, it was just hilarious. It's hilarious. Like when you get in your groove, you know what I'm saying? Like when you're like, I don't really yeah. want to do laundry, but when you get in your groove, you're like, Oh, I could do yeah. anything. You know, you have to be in the mood to, to be, to be productive. Yes. Yes. There's also like yes. The, the novelty of a chore. Like I personally hate laundry mm-hmm. because it feels like I'm doing it near constantly, but like mm, yes. going to a, like a third location to compost food, I'm like, ooh, that's fun. That's that's, that's a different. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Breaking the routine. It's an event. It's a it black is. tie invite only event. Exactly. Composting right. is that's black right. tie, but they don't talk about it enough. They don't. <laughs> it, these they days, don't. we live in major cities. Composting is absolutely exclusive. Fair. You're right. <laughs> Well, Max, how did you get into that? Was it something you just picked up one day, or? Um, when did I start getting into? It? Well, I'm uh, I'm a member of Black Youth Project 100 um, here in Chicago, and we have uh, there's hubs like all across the country. But we for this one, we uh, during the pandemic, we just focused on creating a mutual aid site in Woodlawn mm. on the south side of Chicago, and then from there, just connected with all of these other mutual aid sites that are within within the city. Um, and that's been really cool. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. refugee farms where they're growing fresh veggies and they're, you know, giving them back to the people for free. It's, I mean, it's just amazing to see that's what great. people are willing to do with each other, you know? Literally community and, and bonding over yes. supporting community. Yes. Yeah. 
That's right. You're like, oh my God, this is the human spirit and it will persist? Question mark. This exactly. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> I was I was feeling myself get in such a rut lately. And this is like a privileged rut to get into, but I was like mm-hmm. fatigued with only knowing artists. Like mm. it was like at the point where it's like everyone I know is an actor, writer, comedian. I would love to speak to somebody normal. And then I remembered that volunteering yes. exists. Mm-hmm. And so I like mm-hmm. started reaching out, getting involved. I volunteer with like this animal shelter in town. And it's like oh. y- you get to interact with animals and people who aren't necessarily in the industry. It's a dream come true. Yeah. And, it's out, and to them, acting and writing and producing sounds cool. Yeah. Yes. If I even yes. if I even tell them about it in the first place. <laughs> I love that. That's an yeah. espionage mission right there. You know what I mean? You should just yes. come in there with a totally different just motive, total like totally different person mm-hmm. in mind. Just be like My be an undercover Claire boss. And I've worked in marketing for the past five years. It's kind of that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Who is That's she? right. She's so mysterious. I'm really passionate about public relations. <laughs> yes. Yes. My 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 um my friend was actually thinking about doing a a project with this shelter. So yeah, 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 exactly. I was going out, I was going out with the bit. No, I was going out with the bit, and it didn't read. It's okay. <laughs> but what is also okay is moving on to the next segment here at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alexia has a joke that doesn't land, and she goes, okay, Let's move to the segment." <laughs> transition I love i'm always it. thinking about the next thing i'm thinking about the next thing i understand when i need to grow okay so max, <laughs> we're gonna take you through our next segment which is called the iq test now max we know we know you know that mm-hmm. iq tests are historically rooted in eugenics okay mm-hmm. and we don't support yes. that here at academia at no, all we at tried all. once no nope. more we really tried to monetize and it turns out you can't monetize eugenics if you're an indie podcast yeah, and no. also are against it. They they really want you Absolutely. to be a part oh, of that it. too. Yeah, that too. Like, I forgot. And we were like, no, and they're like, well, then we can't fund you. Well, exactly, we can't <laughs> fund you, and we might eliminate you. But yes, they did say that, but we yeah. were like, ha ha, tee Anyway, um, <laughs> not our first death threat, you know. <laughs> so, Max, we're gonna give you our own IQ test based on mm-hmm. on friendship and kindness. And without yes. further ado, here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Max, mm-hmm. how do you make a mountain out of a Jonah Hill? That's good. How do you make a mountain out of a Jonah Hill? Yes, yes. That's really good. Jonah Hill. How do I make a mountain out of a Jonah Hill? Uh-huh. I think I think you spend 30 seconds talking to him on a bus stop. Mm. I think that's how you make a mountain yeah. out of a Jonah Hill. Mm. You know, yeah. he 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 builds it himself. You don't have to do totally, else, but you just totally. have to stand there and be like, "Hey, when's the next bus coming?" Okay. And, he, he, and then he's like, "He's like, why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that out here around my friends? What what is wrong with you?" Yep, yep, yep. That sounds just like him, Max. Mm-hmm. If braids can be French, what nationality are ponytails? Mm. What nationality are ponytails? Uh, I think the nat if if braids can be French, I think the nationality of ponytails. I immediately thought of like Kentucky white because okay. I thought about the Kentucky Derby. Totally, <laughs> and uh, yes, that a lot of horses <laughs> yes. and horses have ponytails. That's 100%. right, and every and I, it's it seems like the most 
exotic hairstyle you can have or out there in hairstyle Kentucky? at the Kentucky Derby is a pon- <laughs> is a pon- is a ponytail. Oh, you have to be so brave to show your face with a ponytail at the Kentucky Derby. Yes, yes, because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be supposed to be this. Yeah, lest you be shunned from your community. <laughs> exactly, Max. Colorado or call her tomorrow. Mm. Mm. Definitely Colorado. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. <laughs> you call her today when you think about That's it. Right. You That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Max, this is more open ended. Let me know if you think there's something here. Okay. Ready? Okay. Yes. Oven Mitt Romney. That's it. Is there is what is there anything there? What, yeah. what can one do with this? I think that is great. That is that is hilarious. Oven mint Romney. It's like it's oh, like it could be he something. Said he said I'm funny. We're good. It's not good enough on. to be a dr- Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Max. Yes. Um what has four eyes but can't see? Four eyes but can't see. This is one of those fun Four. ones that actually does have an answer. This is just I a straight it. up riddle. Yeah. Four eyes. You know where I got it? See. This laffy taffy in my hand. I You're love kidding. it. Four eyes and can't see. Mitch McConnell. Mississippi. Oh. oh. I was going to say a potato. I love that. What? <laughs> <laughs> Max, last question. That's hilarious. iPhone, YouTube, we what? Good. iPhone, YouTube, we what? iPhone, YouTube, we free? Period. Ooh. Okay, poetry. Max, yes. amazing work. <laughs> you pass, you pass. Thank you, you thank pass. you. Flying colors, dare I say. Um, yeah, they're just oh, streaking right. across the sky. Well, mm, well, thank you. What we're really here to do, Max, on mm-hmm. the podcast mm-hmm. that we host, known as Academia, is yes. we want to know, what has Academia ignored for too long? Okay, I believe academia academia has uh, ignored for too long. We're now paying attention to the opioid crisis because of like white folks dying in the suburbs, but we're mm-hmm. not paying attention to the Oreo crisis. We're not paying attention to the Oreo crisis, what? the Nabisco <laughs> Oreo crisis. That is the new opioid. Max, what are you talking about? What do you mean? I was so scared because I thought for a second we were going to have to have like a legit conversation about the op- opioid crisis. We do not handle, <laughs> we are actually not very versed in the world. So Oreo. Oreo. I guess uh-huh. I mean there are shortages in stores or no, people no, no, are no, eating no, no, too no, much. No. What is it? There's too many. I mean the fact that that is another version of Big Farm. Think about it. during during what? the pandemic. Yes, yes. I'm during the say. pandemic, their profits went up three percent. They made twenty eight billion dollars in twenty twenty alone, and took 
uh, all of their all of their late all their workers had to work thirteen between thirteen and sixteen hours a day. Sometimes a lot of them had to work three overtime shifts, which are called suicide what? shifts. They all went on strike, and Nabisco is literally slow slowly closing factories in America while they open up a new factory in the same month in Mexico. Oh. So it's another way of like, it's showing us, it's like one, they're like one of the last major factories in America. I guess like, cause the first time you said that, I was like, I haven't seen an Oreo in a long time, but that's not true at, at my job. There is always, there are always Oreos on deck. Always Oreos. But I'm wondering. Because if we're addicted to them. And there's near constant innovation in types and flavors. I, they are very ahead of it. Also, I got like upstairs, like at my job right now, we have peanut butter Oreos and someone had pumpkin Oreos last week. And I, I said, that's peanut butter disgusting. Oreos. Oh my God. What? Peanut butter Oreos are my favorite from back in the day. There's a peanut that's butter so nasty to me. filling that's in there, but it's not real peanut butter because every time I do it, I easily die a little bit. Like I feel mm. completely like my small intestines shut down. If I may really quick. At what point does a peanut butter Oreo just become a nutter butter? Hmm. Yeah. I think that I think that be, that is I think a nutter butter is a peanut butter Oreo's lighter skin cousin. Mm. No, 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 I'm not on board with you because it, it's like they are just the same thing. Um, okay, uh, I could read same it. family. It's like it's just like different, when different you collection. go to a new school and you try to go by a new name. It's like, it's like you're the yes. same, what? but you're trying to rebrand. When you go to an animal shelter and tell people you're Claire, that's right. That's <laughs> no, right. That's right. Okay, and so you wear Lucy live, laugh, is. Shirt. Lucy is the peanut butter Oreo. Claire is the nutter butter. (laughs) And I'm one of those people who don't think that peanut butter and chocolate should mix. That's just, I'm going to stand on that. Okay. You have a segregationist POV when it comes to peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, for real. It's just like, why can I still taste it in the back of my throat after it's been two hours, you know? Damn. Now that's so specific. What else? Aren't there so many other things that's, I'm sorry, but aren't there so many things? That can stay in the back of your throat. Like, literally, there's so much food that I can think of. If I eat bacon, I still taste bacon. If I didn't brush my teeth, I still taste bacon two hours later. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't eat pork, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> um, You're just so addicted to a victim narr- narrative that you don't want good things to linger. <laughs> and we can definitely say that. You're so obsessed <laughs> with placing yourself. Yeah, it's it's in my blood. I just, I hate thing I don't like. I don't like things that, what is it? The hipster mentality never left me. Okay. Mm. Now, do you love, do you love Oreos? Do you love Oreos? Okay. Lucy, do you love Oreos? Yes. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Anytime they're around, I feel like anytime I talk to people about an Oreo, if I pop, if I bring a bag, unopened bag of Oreos, everybody's Mm. like, oh, I want some of those Oreos. Yeah. And I'm down to eat as many as I can in one second. That's fair. I want, I was also going to say, like, I wonder if it's recently it's been like discovered, I guess, for me in my life that mm-hmm. Oreos are also vegan. And so my fi- yes. my friends who are oh. vegan are like, oh, I can have that. And I wonder if that's um, why they're, they're lasting powers because if, with like the, with the food cycles and everyone wanting different cleaner options now, Oreos like, we can do that. We can, we can easily do that. I take, I take issue with the idea of it being cleaner because i think they're vegan 
because they're not really food. <laughs> There's like yes. such yes. A, a specific combination <laughs> of like chemicals that make an Oreo taste good. And therefore right. it's vegan because it doesn't have any animal or like actual food product. You are absolutely right. You are absolutely right. My, someone tell my vegan friends because they, they're the ones who offer them to me now. Have you all ever seen those videos of an Oreo in a skillet? And all the oil that comes out of it, you just put an Oreo in a skillet, dry skillet, that it it drains. There's a, a large amount of oil that drains from. No. No. This feels like those videos where they show you that Pepsi can, can fix your car. Yes. <laughs> that is hilarious. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> and I just have such a feeling with this where it's like, it's none of my business. Like, mm. like there's mm-hmm. so few joys in life. If I'm going to have an Oreo, I'm going to have an Oreo. I don't need to know how much oil is in it. You know what recently has been happening in my life is cosmic brownies used to be. Did you guys ever have this thing in school where um, you had a teacher, like maybe a language arts teacher would allow one day of the term to bring in a book and your favorite treats? Damn. No. We call it, we call it read what and hippie feed. school did you go to? Hey, we call it read and feed, and we were reading and feeding ourselves. <laughs> read and feed cool. is so that cute. Is, that you is. You won us over immediately with a pun name. Like, <laughs> Max was like, and, yes. and then you said the name and we're like, yes, yes. I love the teachers in my now that you guys approve. Um, but they, <laughs> I, every time for read and feed, I would get a cosmic brownie and a red Fanta. And sometimes, yeah, right? <sighs> Delicious. However, Cosmic Brownies recently have been tasting like tire tracks. And I don't know if it's that I'm getting older and I that's my, my palate's different or if they've changed the recipes. Like when you said Oreo, that was my first thought of just like chocolatey things that used to be so good, but are now a little like, mm, something's in here. Something tastes like a factory belt. Let me belt. see. Cosmic Brownies. <laughs> Max is doing research. Yes, that's exactly what I thought, but I'm trying to see. Yes, I'm trying to see what is inside. Oh, here we go. Oh, I'm scared. Rich bleed. Because I still da, da, da. eat them. It's, this, it's yeah, no, it's it's about the same stuff that we would think. Something that's common, same thing, vitamin that's in um, Oreos is thiamine mono, monotrate. It's a, a B1 vitamin. Okay, yeah. go off. Are you saying D as in dog or E as an elephant? Uh, B as in boy. Oh, so none of anything I said. <laughs> <laughs> None of the above. Am I hearing? Am I hearing? No, you're not. Alexia, I do think part of it is getting older and your palate adapting. Because you're like, to bring it back to Oreos, I think Oreos are good. I am staunchly pro Oreo. That being said, am I buying (laughs) Oreos to stock my pantry? No, not necessarily. Am I eating Oreos in a capacity where I don't have the privacy to hook my finger around my mouth and scrape away all the little bits of Oreo that get stuck in there. No. If I'm eating Oreo, I need to have access to a glass of milk or like water at the very least to have a sense of decency because I'm not a child. I do that same thing. I'm drinking oat milk with my Oreos. I'm very, I'm very in the future with my Oreo eating some Chobani Extra creamy Oreo with a pink. Oh my God, yum. Well, because I like to get them a little soggy, to like dunk it in the milk, get a little yes. soggy, and then, ooh, ooh. Mm. I guess Oreos to me are also one of those treats that like were packed in my lunchbox. Um, Oreos and Nutter Butters. Mm. And oh. what are those? It's another red package that I can't, it's not. 
off the top of my head, I can't. Uh, Ritz. Maybe Nutty Buddies. Nutty Buddies, yeah. Which is the off-brand. Are those That's the right. ones yeah. that I'm having deja vu? I feel like we've had this exact conversation, Alexi. The ones that are um, like the wafers dipped in chocolate. It's like Nutty Buddies, Nutty, nut, Nutter Butter, Nutter Guys. Little, little, yeah. little nuts. We're, th- we're talking about little babies right now. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Little nuts. <laughs> little nuts. Me and my friends. What, what, are, what are each of okay, so you said cosmic brownie. What what do you think are you all's like this is the wildest snack option? Like a snack option that's just like if you see it in a gas station or whatever. What is that? Oh, the little Debbie thing. Is yeah, that what you yes. nut, nutty nutty buddies oh, is what I'm thinking. Those are, of. Those are prime lunchtime snacks, yes. Yeah, I that agree. would be one of them. That would be. One. That was like when the recession stopped hitting so hard, and we had money again, and it was like, "Ooh, okay." A tweet. Yes. yes. A tweet for us. <laughs> for real. We weathered the storm. Wildest snack. Wildest like snack. Like you're afraid to tell people that you like. You, either you're afraid to tell people that you like, or it's like, yeah, it's like up there with like snowball. Like that. Like, you're like, I know this is nothing's good oh. going to come with this. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think of a purchasable one. Cause I have my, my out there snack that I'll make like for myself at home is mm-hmm. um, tortilla chips in pickle juice. And so like you have a little bowl of tortilla chips and then you okay. uh, pour out some pickle juice on top of it. um and it's really good hold on just okay time out i was on just the chips and the pickle juice yeah especially if you do the kind of tortilla chips like the scoops and you can get like (laughs) some some pickle juice in the scoop and then you you take it back and here's the thing, like Whoa. you have the pickle juice, you can eat pickles with it as well. And like taking a bite of like a tortilla chip and then like a bite of pickles simultaneously is so good. I highly recommend it. And I know people are going to be sitting there being like, kill her, kill her dead. But like, it's really good. I was like gross, nasty because I don't like pickles. But then I was like, well, don't they like salt um, chips with um, lime? That's mm-hmm. giving me that same yeah. kind of tiny taste it's very similar it's like a nice like acidic umami kind of like vinegary mm. taste it's really good i could see that i, I could definitely see that i think my yeah my go-to snack i don't know if it's super out there but it's like salting crackers and, and american cheese okay both <gasps> of you all just you both of you all just explained to me great great depressions just described to me the the banks are closing the banks are closing (laughs) and we wake up and we start every morning with a cup of gruel that an adult gives us we stand in line with all the orphans Uh, uh, (laughs) yes yes no but I, I feel that I feel that you said American cheese and chips? And saltine crackers. Saltine crackers. I can see that. Definitely. <laughs> what, Lucy? Definitely. I can see that. There's something <laughs> so in contrast about those two textures. It's a Lunchable. Yeah, it is very similar to a Lunchable. But like like a saltine mm-hmm. is so dry. Awesome. And specifically oh. American cheese is, wet. is yeah. so gooey. <laughs> 
because it's not real, baby. It's like not at all. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's akin to like eating mulch and silicone in one bite. Like that's what those textures are. Damn. Mulch and silicone. You look crazy. I don't know that the flavor. I'm sure the flavors taste great. I'm not coming on that. What what I will say is those textures together, <laughs> cuckoo bananas. That's and I accept yes. that. I accept any criticism because it, it is a snack that I started in elementary school and really only stays because yes. I'm like this is a staple and this is I can get full fast off of these. Wait, Alexi, what's the peanut butter sandwich you make? You've talked about it on another episode. The peanut butter jelly Dorito sandwich. It, it, you said it in our oh. yes, yes, peanut butter Doritos. That's a crunch. I just- Peanut butter jelly. No, Max, don't sit there like that's normal. He's he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Let him be nice. I'm trying to put it, invent it in my brain. Like, I think because we all, like, I'm trying to think about the logic. It's just like the pickles and the chips, right? Mm, Yeah, he gave you grace. (laughs) Yeah, like. Two savory options. Mm hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, of course. Definitely. All right. All right. Max, what's yours? (laughs) I'm, I'm done with this. What's yours? What is mine? Mine is just, um, damn, what is mine really out there? The thing that sucks is like I have so many allergies. I can't have uh, super, super out there. What? Mine is, oh, fuck. I don't, I really don't know. It might just be like, oh, I'll tell you, like when I was, when I was younger, if I didn't have, before like we had all of this milk like different kind of milk before we had like silk and everything like that, like all the time as a mm-hmm. little kid, I remember I'd be like, Oh, I have no milk. Everybody else got milk. So I would like dunk like graham crackers in water. Like and that, my aunt, my aunt who's 50 some years old is still like, you're still dunking the graham crackers in milk. <laughs> I mean, in water, like just totally always on it. But like, yes. yeah. Soggy yes. Graham crackers. Just soggy graham crackers. And then I steal sometimes. I'm like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. I'll do that again. You know what would be great? Some grandparents in the water. What a, what a great demonstration on how much we crave community. We crave to be a part of something right? bigger than us. So right? much that what? you as a child would drink, would have graham crackers and water. Oh, oh, water. That's right. Just to fill that hole. Something else that's like um, barely digestible. Honey buns. Mm. Honey. Oh, yeah. They are the slimiest, but they're also like. They are. Um, my family used to do a lot of road trips all the time. So like we'd be in a lot of gas stations mm-hmm. just uh, filling up and everything. And after a while, your your usual snacks get kind of disgusting. And you're like, okay, let's venture out, try something new. And always, sure. even though I knew it, what it would taste like, I was like, God, Cheez-Its and a honey bun sound like delectable right now. It sounds like this that. is the moment. And every time it was probably the worst thing to happen to, to my body. Of course. Of course. Well, in your mind, of course, you're like, this is a starter and then a dessert. Like oh, you have the savory yeah. and then you'll want a dessert for your palate. So like, of course you're getting contrasting flavors, but then it's never quite to the degree that you want. Yeah. That's true. I'm there. Do you all have to, or are you all like, have you, do you all have to eat dessert? After eating, like let's say dinner or a meal or something like that, or have to eat some kind of some I'm kind of quit snack. on. Yes, I always yes. quit on. Yes, <laughs> yes. I like to quit on. It's so funny. Yes. <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> is that southern? Is that where that comes from? Or just I don't know. Um That sounds that does sound southern, but I that like sounds it. great. That is the perfect way of putting it. I was not raised in like a strictly dessert family. I lived like a block okay. away from an ice cream shop. And so Ooh. like if it was a summer night after we'd finished dinner, we would like walk up the street to get ice cream. But we weren't like mm. routinely having dessert in my house. Okay. And so okay. I think I'm at a point where it's like after I, I eat dinner, I will often crave dessert. Mm. But if I don't have anything, I am not like I will be OK, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Gotcha. I think it depends for me. Uh, you nine times out of ten, yes. I, I'm like, I need just something to to signal, and the meal is like, a, a, like a, the finish line, mm-hmm. flag, and we're done now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it could be anything from like, to, like a, a granola bar, like with chocolate pieces in it, to oh, like sure a pops a mango popsicle or something. Just something a little mm-hmm. sweet to let me know we're done now. Like go, yes. go do your thing, and then and then I'll, and sometimes I will always make sure, like if I'm if it's been a long day and I have my my end of day meal, I make sure that I have a, like a, a a little slice of Mariano's cake or something ready for me. Mm. Oh, a little sweet treat. Yes, if I know it's been a long. A little day, sweet treat. A little sweet treat. Absolutely. And to in my house. I love that. Something to quit on the Alexi Bolden story. <laughs> I can't, I can't claim that people. My community is gonna beat me up if I say I. Yes, can. but you gotta make T-shirts and profit off that. It's a good solo show title, Alexi. It's a good autobiography. <laughs> something Start like writing, think about girl. Eartha Kit for real. Like that sounds like something like Eartha Kit would like. Mm. I love Eartha Kit. Oh, that would be amazing. I love that woman. Me too. She has actually, there's a great documentary of her. Amazon Prime? Prime. Yep. Yes. Seen it. Incredible. Seen it right? six times. Where she goes like back to the White House. Yes. Mm. And she's wearing yes. a stunning dress. Everything, yes. everything in her closet. Her stunning. and Cher. Stunning. Her stunning. and Cher. Stunning. Turning looks constantly. For real. Constantly. Cold. Put some yeah. respect on it. For real. Mm. Max, do you come from a dessert culture? <laughs> I do. I do. There's pictures of me as an infant on my dad's chest while he's like knocked out uh, while eating cookies <laughs> <laughs> after working at UPS. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so funny. Yeah, You're an heir. I think our like our dessert. Now that I'm thinking of it, like it's it's all ice cream. Like mm. ice cream mm. is really the through line. Because like my would, I have memories of like my dad late at night eating ice cream, and he would always use the spoon to like level out the top if he's eating directly from the carton, so that it's like, oh, it was. I just remember like opening the ice cream carton and it being leveled. And it's like, oh, dad had ice cream last night. <laughs> Pat was that's <laughs> like, hilarious. That's when hilarious. I started, Doing stand-up in North Carolina, I wasn't 21 yet, and I was driving 40 minutes to get to the nearest open mic in college. Yeah. And so I couldn't, like, hang out at the bar with people after the mics and couldn't really, like, participate in that community. But I had a 40-minute drive to get back to school, so I would stop and get a milkshake on my way. And so I got into mm. a point for a while where I, like, pavloved myself into craving a milkshake every time I do stand-up. Oh my gosh, yes. that's so real. 
Yeah. So I'll finish a show and be like, I don't want to go get a beer right now. I want a milkshake. Yeah. Now that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. That right there will take you to having your own special and your own uh, shake like company. Thank you. You Vertical monetization. Right. Right. And and you're naughty and you will never be like addicted to drugs or anything. (laughs) All the other comedy friends will be like alcoholics. It's a great way to make friends. To be like, hey, we're all in LA. We're driving everywhere. I'm not going to go get a drink after a show because I'm driving home. So I'm like, hey, do you guys want to go get a milkshake? That is nice. (laughs) You weed out the friends that don't want that. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Especially with the hair and the way that you, the inflection. (laughs) You guys want to go get a milkshake? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it's getting. Hell yes. Yes. Okay. So not yes. to derail the conversation entirely, but I had a moment the other day where I was driving through like the hills in LA, the windows were mm-hmm. down, my hair was down, and literally the song from the beginning of Legally Blonde started playing the It's oh. a perfect day. Oh yes. And yes. I just started cracking up. I was like, this is so stupid. The way that like this all Yes. Is so aligned right now. The universe Ugh. got you. Like, let me create the most picturesque moment for you. You don't even worry yeah, about they it. They said, girl, you yes. cried a few times this week. You earned it. <laughs> you earned your, your movie montage moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> universe. I often wonder what it's like in the studio when those kind of songs are made. Like, does oh, it, everybody in the studio like, this is going to be the one that lives forever. <laughs> it's going to be the top of charts. That's right. Forever. They released that video of Dua Lipa and Mark Ronson in the studio working on um, the song for Barbie. Hmm. And like that seemed to be everybody was like, yeah, we're doing this. Wow. It's like the 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 Debbie Ryan meme of like, and I sat down with the president of Disney and I said, I want to make history. (laughs) And that's what this is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. I, I think about that too, Max. I recently read a book that was like, um, it was a, a little, what is it? Oh my God. I almost called it a rom-com. What do you call it when it's a, in book form? A romance novel. Yeah. With some yes. comedy in there. And it, the, the, they were in the music industry. A hilarious <laughs> romance novel. <laughs> and it was like, they were, they were both in the music industry and they were using ter- like the author herself grew up her dad was like a music producer so she grew up in studios too so i'm like i don't know anything about this world i also always love learning about other art forms because i'm like what how does your process go when you're creating what does it feel like what does it sound like and i always wonder like when i'm hearing a song like did you guys were you like this is it this is fire this is gonna be our most listened to song or you know how you have a band that you listen to a couple years back and you go and look at mm-hmm. their um their profile on maybe Spotify or, or Apple or whatever you listen on. And their most listened to song was like five years ago when you were into them. I'm like, man, but they're still yes. creating music. I, I'm like, mm. what is it like? What does it feel like? Are you trying to chase that level of when you had that one hit song or mm. what's that like? That has to be difficult. That has to be difficult. That has to be. Yeah. Like I, yeah, that, that has to be very, very difficult, especially for like people that were like specific to a genre. Like if you, if I remember during the pandemic, Lil Jon um, went against T-Pain. Yeah. And I did not realize how many hits Lil Jon had. I was like, I was exactly. baffled. Yeah. Right? He even has hits that were big, that all of us have danced to 
two within the past two years, I never would have registered as Lil Jon. Now he's a is he music producer? Is he make beats? He's a music producer as okay, well. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I was wondering because I know the verses were crazy because it, it the verses battles yeah. during the pan, like lockdown were very. It did show people who maybe had more hits but weren't as memorable mm-hmm. as a, a, yes. a persona mm. as other people. Mm-hmm. And then there was there was one that was super unfair. Um, I'm trying to remember which one it was, but it was like two black male artists, and one of them was like still popping, and one of them had been popping. One that is still popping in one. Let me look up all the versus battles that ever happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> people were in the comments like, "This is not fair." <laughs> <laughs> I can't find it on the internet right now, but just know that it did happen, or maybe it's my lockdown memory creating a, a battle. But I'm pretty sure it was like somebody who was dancing around somebody else. It's gonna hit me in the like at 3 a.m. tonight. I'm gonna be like, <gasps> "Okay, <laughs> text me." Insert name. Not to not to derail and put us back on topic, but I not to rerail. Not to rerail. Yes, rerail. But I wanted to talk about Oreos as like a broader concept in terms of Mm -hmm. the flavor cookies and cream, which is so tied to Oreos, but yes, without using the trademarked word. That's right. Cookies and cream is my go-to ice cream flavor and milkshake flavor. Mm-hmm. Me too. So I do love yes. what Oreo has done for the community. It's a god-tier That's milkshake right. flavor. Yeah. Because you know you're going to get little chunks of, it of is. cookie in each, like in between the ice cream. There's a good balance. And Oreo cornered that market. Yes. <laughs> Which I want to know more, Max, what you were saying about the like – the unionization and like the factory dynamics of this like is is oreo through nabisco like monopolizing a part of this market like what do you know about those dynamics yes completely yeah who do you know completely because nabisco owns yes no you're you're the nabisco whistleblower i'm the security guard at watergate (laughs) 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 i am the nabisco whistleblower um but uh, yes, I just looked up that the bis- that Oreo has been around since 1912. Whoa. So for over a hundred years, y'all, they have been cornering the market on cookies and cream. Holy moly, pudding and pie. Right? Right? <laughs> that is why. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> you got to put that on a t-shirt too. Because it's like not necessarily like, like replicatable. I guess you can get like generic mm-hmm. store brand versions of like sandwich cookies or like stuff like mm-hmm. that that are yes. probably fine but there there is something so unique about the oreo business structure where they have the yeah. iconic oreo and then have also had the ability to expand their flavors so it's like there's an yeah. oreo brand something that can fill whatever cookie need you have you know what's getting crazy now is that like when things like Oreos or like there, I think there's like Fruity Pebbles. I recently came across a Fruity Pebbles syrup mm-hmm. and like a, a cinnamon toast crunch um, oatmeal. So for companies to like take what they know mm. is super popular and make it another food item has, I feel like that's in the same vein of what's going on with Oreo. I could be wrong, but. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's, and, and the thing that always constantly, I know that this is not a new, uh, I know this is not even just, I know that we've all thought about this, but it just, it kills me every time. Like these companies make so much money. Yeah. It's gotta be so easy. 
to just pay your workers yes. like a level. We're just just to talk about a livable wage. Yes. Like it, it, yes, it kills me. Yes. it's like how? Yes. there's too many Oreos. One hundred percent. Like, well, and I'm thinking too about all the like celebrity deals. Like Lady Gaga released released the like Chromatica Oreos, and there's something yes there too where it's like. I'm sure there's a select group of people who are earnestly buying those, but there's, there's almost the dynamic mm-hmm. of like, this is so stupid. This, you, this pairing of two properties that I know really well <laughs> that I'm going to buy ironically yeah. the Chromatica Oreos, but you're still buying it. Even if it's ironic. That's right. Or you're just in the store and you're a parent and your kids said, buy me some mm-hmm. Oreos. And you and said, like, yes, childhood and- dictates me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. There's yes. so much yes. money flowing through there that it feels so easy for for a company that's like yeah. as they even have a personalized Oreos now. Yes, the personalized Oreos. Like you can go on the website and like like I could send Shut you up. a pizza box of Oreos that's all personalized. That's crazy. That said, that's like like has sprinkles on it. Everything says your name. Says happy birthday. Says congratulations. Uh, happy graduation. All of that shit. It, it, I'm dead ass serious. The like, Hallmark card Oreos? Dead ass serious, yes. We need regulation in the cookie space, and we need it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yes, come on. That's the NPR <laughs> right there. That's, that's the NPR I want regulation segment. on AI and sandwich cookies now. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> My um, grandparents are the type of people who will buy the off-brand of things just because mm-hmm. – and, and think they taste the mm. exact same. Um, so when I went over to my grandma's house, I'd have to eat off-brand Oreos. And they – they even if I was, you know, if, if I was budgeting, they are a cookie that I would pay the full price for because the off-brand yes. just can't do it justice. It just tastes, it just tastes wrong. It can't. It can't. It's like the Girl Scouts. Mm. One million percent. And that's another segment that I do think the Girl Scouts are a cartel. Yeah. No, um, they are. There's and, money laundering happening you know, there. Absolutely. Not to plug my own material, but I'm, I wrote an entire sketch about the Girl Scouts being a cult because I really? did the Girl Scouts for, for a long time growing up. And I and then when you look at cult qualifications, it was very easy to make the sketch. It was mm-hmm. uh, almost like a wrote <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's A to A, kind of, dot, dot, dot. It's one to one. That's right. That's right. One to one. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Just a mapping sketch. Of, yeah. For Girl Scouts and Oreos, I have no idea what they're doing, that their formula so like just can't be replicated across any other brands. And then we tie it back to the opioid For real. crisis. There is drugs in these cookies. Yes. Oh, there is. There has to be. There has to be. And also, they. do you all notice that they, if you go to the store, you go to any grocery store, the thing that is wild to me is that one week, Oreos could be like, Two for five dollars, you can get these, mm-hmm. and then out of nowhere, it's like seven, eight dollars each. Yeah, for each package. I'm like, I've been thinking about Oreos as like an indicator of wealth, and I'm not sure where I sit because I keep uh-huh. going back to this image of I think it was like probably 2013 to 2015, maybe, where Khloe Kardashian became very known for having this like display of Oreos, this like elegant display of Oreos in her house where it's like these massive clear glass cookie jars and then the Oreos are stacked inside like bricks so that they're like 
lining the perimeter of this jar in a way that is very like aesthetically pleasing. And like my sister saw that on TV and was like, I have to do this. And so she replicated it in our house. And it was just this thing. I remember being so confused by it because in order to keep it looking the way it's designed to look, you can't actually eat the Oreos. Or if you do, you have to keep refilling them. And that's like so wasteful on so many levels. Yeah. But then you think of Oreos as like a cookie of the people. So I'm like conflicted. I don't know. Yeah. I think their staying power is so, if they've been over a hundred years, then they're, they are known. And I, that is such a, I've never seen an organized cookie jar before in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what you're saying of like taking the time to stack something that you're eventually going to eat. And I do like talking about the Kardashians, um, pantries and fridges God. that, that they're, it's almost like they never touch the food because it's just so uh, picturesque every time you see it on the shows or on their Instagram or something. And I'm like, what's going on? Are you just get? are you buying new, getting new food for this episode? Do you just like have someone come tidy it or what's going on? I just looked at what you were talking about with Chloe Kardashian yeah. and those Oreos. That was, that's Isn't crazy. That like a little that's haunting? torture for me. Alexi, go Google it. That is. I'll post that a picture of it when this episode goes up. <laughs> it's just like, it's like a weird. It is fucking ridiculous. Because I don't think of Oreos as being something that's expensive, but there's ways to use Oreos to indicate your wealth. I would never, ever <laughs> stack my food like this. <laughs> That also shows she has yes. time. That's privilege because she had time to do that. Yeah. Like, that is ridiculous. When, um, this is the, like, pinnacle of playing with your food. Mm-hmm. Pinnacle. Pinnacle. She said, and that was right around the time everybody was like, OJ's your dad. And she was like, no, nah, I'm stacking Oreos. Well, she, was, she was, like, <laughs> black and white, you know. That's right. <laughs> She's like, Oreos in a jar. That's that me. In America. When, when you said the topic, I wrote down my initial thoughts and my three bullet points were milk, Kardashians, and race. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, the term for me coming from, from, from Iowa um, yeah. and, and being in black spaces and in different parts of the uh, country, but, you know, the term Oreo is thrown around often. It is. It is an insult. It is. Or being called an Oreo is never a good thing. People are trying to reclaim it now no. and be like, "Well, I just like I'm from, I'm from where I'm from. My family had, like was able to move up here, and I'm still, I'm still black no matter what oh. um, people say that I am or how I act or behave. Um, I'm always going to be this. And then you go to a family function and someone calls you an Oreo, and it's like you're like, nope, no reclaiming. Like we're about to fight. Mm-hmm. Just a just another way of uh, of. Uh... Just another, like, you know, another one of the heads of white mm-hmm. supremacy, you know, the soil. that we Yeah. Like, I remember being a <laughs> being a kid and like speaking with like my black friends and feeling like, oh, this is like a compliment. And then taking the time to deconstruct that. And it's like, oh, calling you out and like a- applauding you for your whiteness as a compliment is like so just inherently wrong. But yeah. As like a oh, white yeah. child, that wasn't something that was immediately on my radar. Yeah, I mean, you got to be so like it's it's. I think the first time I ever heard it was middle school. Yeah, and I was like, who is like what, food connotations first and foremost, and then <laughs> when mm-hmm. I like, <laughs> say that, what are we over that saying chocolate queen or beautiful mocha skin or caramel mm. skin? 
you could just be a human being um, who is who. If, mm-hmm. if anything, it, it, the, the, did the human come first, or the or the, or the food? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> there are many times when I'm grateful for the invention of social media, mm-hmm. right? And this, and one of them is, is realizing that you are not the only person with an experience. And so sometimes when people are bonding over the fact, like I was called this too, it's like, okay, great. It wasn't just a. It was a personal attack, but it wasn't. It's a phrase that a lot of people have went through, and we can bond over this and realize that we are still very much black, no matter what somebody else um, thinks we are or are not. And I think that's also something very um, in every culture and every community. People want to think that they're the most something. So when they see somebody yeah. who has different traits and they think that's what they should be, they're going to point it out, call you names, and do anything that they can to make themselves feel more justified in the way that they are something. Yes. Do you think that the executives at Oreo Nabisco had a conversation when the term Oreo started oh getting God. thrown around? Do you think there was like a PR meeting? <laughs> I don't even think so. I don't even think that was even, that's even, I would be totally surprised if there's a black person <laughs> in the executive office at Nabisco. I will be thoroughly surprised. Yes. If it, thoroughly surprised. I feel like maybe now, because uh, if they have a TikTok page and people are commenting on it, they're like, what does that mean? Yeah. That's my CEO voice. Sorry, we're all frantically Googling head of Oreo. Oh, Oh, it is the baldest, oldest oh, white wow. man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> every every company CEO is the next oldest and baldest white man you've ever seen. And it's been owned now. Uh, Nabisco and Oreo brand have been owned by Man- Mandela's International, which we have seen on a lot of our mm. products, which I think is because of the fact that they've shipped a lot of their, so much of their uh, manufacturing to Mexico. Oh, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because I think Companies like Amazon, which are operating on such levels of like vast production that it's almost like, oh, of course they're nefarious. Of course they're mistreating their people. Like how else would you run a company that's getting you a package a day after you've ordered it or like the day of? Same thing with like Tesla. It's like there's so much like – precarious technology there of course there's going to be malpractice you don't look at a cookie brand and be like how do they treat their employees good question mark. just want that cookie in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> you're asking yourself oh am i the person that just eats it or am i the person that licks yeah. it first or am i the yeah, person that needs like, the... hmm, do i dunk it you in start water or milk yeah <laughs> milk exactly <laughs> exactly you're going through all of that instead of thinking about who people, people are so are scared of the people who are dunking their oreos in water that we can't even get to the conversation of how much they, they pay their employees <laughs> I have dunked Oreos in water before, and and it's actually not bad. I'm begging for us no, to get dignity. They maintain their flavor. I'm begging. I think it's because Oreos are a little <laughs> like stronger. Oreo bread like is stronger than graham cracker bread. No offense, Max. Um, but graham cracker no, gets right. soggy immediately. Mm. Oreos got some fortitude to it. Also, graham crackers. I've noticed the flavoring of them has changed. They're owned by Nabisco, oh. and honey honey grams are not the same as they were when I was in preschool. We used to get the snack. Honey, the teacher would give us honey grams for like snack time. And they are totally different now. Even at um, Trader Joe's, they used to sell graham crackers. Now they do not sell graham crackers. Mm. That's weird. You know what else Trader Joe's does not sell? It's cinnamon rolls. Yes, they do not. Nor the cinnamon, um, the Biscoff. They used to sell those like Biscoff kind of cookies. They don't sell those anymore. The little um, plain cookies. Are they plain? We well, you know what I'm trying to say, like cinnamon like airplane cookies. Yeah. 
the airplane cookies. Yes, airplane cookies. That's what you're saying. Airplane cookies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, have y'all ever tried uh, graham crackers with peanut butter? It's it's a very of course. Good snack. Of course. Yeah. All the fucking yeah. time. Yeah, and especially if you get the cinnamon All graham the crackers with peanut butter. That sounds yes. amazing. Yeah, I know. I know, right? I would yes. also right to yes. put peanut butter on a s'more. That sounds so good. I would do a little and there would go oh, oh I can see I that. I haven't done it before, but I I would try. I can see that. I, I'll try anything once. I can't do I'm not a marshmallow person. <laughs> New statement. <laughs> Opioids. <laughs> Oh, do you all remember that? Did you all ever have this, like that friend when you were in high school? It was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to try everything once throughout life. And then in the back of your mind, like, well, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, to me, I was always like trying to call people's bluff. I'm like, sure, you say that. But that's just like, that's mm-hmm. an expression. You're not actually going to try everything <laughs> once. And then they'll be like, do you want some crack cocaine? And I'll be like, no, thank you. I didn't realize we were being real about this. I know. I got my yeah. Oreos. I'm good. <laughs> I got my milkshake. <laughs> I'm putting peanut butter on a That's s'more. Right. That's about as adventurous as I'm getting. Exactly. <laughs> well, oh. Max, any yeah. any final thoughts on Oreos and Oreo culture? I just hope that I just really hope that Nabisco can pay their employees more than a living mm-hmm. wage. And also I hope they bring pensions back. They they eliminated pension plans in 2018. Oh my God. So that's another thing that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, shoot, here in, here in the city of Chicago, uh, majority of city workers in the city don't have uh, pension plans mm. anymore. Like it's, that that is, it's just crazy. It's wild how we're so used to being robbed as <laughs> just regular citizens. How powerless you feel. Cause it's yes. like, you hear things and you're like, well, what, what can I do? Stop eating Oreos. Me, the individual, no. what can I do? And that's, I feel like that's right. how a lot of things just slide under the, uh, over the, under the radar? Over the radar? Under the radar. Under. Under the radar. Under. Yeah. Over under the trigger radar. the radar. You're, you're right. Over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. And now it's time for our final segment. <laughs> we get to the point where <laughs> Alexi starts singing yeah. and we know we have to wrap it up. So, Max, <laughs> were you ever the valedictorian of any student body? Was I the valid? No, I was voted most. My senior yearbook, I was voted most likely to be creative. Or oh, okay, and that's true. And that's true. Mm-hmm. That feels yes. almost passive aggressive. Of like, <laughs> you're so yes. That that just is short for. <laughs> that's short for he was in rich yeah. in high school. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that's short for. Definitely in theater. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. We saw him dancing on a table in in a play. So he is he's probably going to be the most committed to this to this crap. And were they wrong? No, they were not. They were not. So Max, this next segment is the valedictorian speech. Now, if you were not the valedictorian, but you were super creative, then you can give a super creative valedictorian speech. Uh, Lucy and I will both go first, um, and and here I go. Okay. Class of twenty twenty three, look at me, huh? We did it. Whether you were someone who who dips your 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 life with water, who flavors it with milk, who decides <laughs> to go out and and try a, a pop with Oreos, which is actually not bad. Mm. 
Mm-mm. You've done your job here. You've you've ex- you've found what you like and you've done it and you're keeping doing it and you're exploring new things. And we are more than happy to accommodate all the different brands and flavors here at this school today. So class of 2023, I challenge you to go out and find flavors that mix well with yours. Yours truly, President Nabisco. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Alexia has taken over as the president of Nabisco. Yes. This is where I announced it. I am. Yeah. I'm excited. I can name you first. (laughs) Always. I needed change to the company. Thank you. I've been saying. Okay. I think I'm ready. Hey, class of 2023. (laughs) It's me, your valedictorian. (laughs) I'm so excited to be standing in front of such a creative, talented, and varied crowd. That's right. All of you traditional Oreos, you Oreo Thins, you Caramel Apple Oreos, you Peeps Oreos, you Mint Chocolate Chip Oreos, which is a bit redundant, but you do you. You Kettle Corn Oreos, you Key Lime Pie Oreos, you Mississippi Mud Pie Oreos, you Love Oreos, <laughs> you Hot Cocoa Oreos, you Jelly Donut Oreos, you Chocolate Strawberry Oreos, you Gingerbread Oreos, you PB&J Oreos, you S'mores Oreos, you Apple Pie Oreos, you Triple Double oh Oreos, God. you Double Stuffed Oreos, you Red Velvet Oreos, and you of my heart, Oreos. Oh my God. You're all incredible. I believe in each and every one of you to be around for another hundred plus years. I love you. <laughs> Let's go jump in a glass of milk. <sighs> Hell yes. I felt my brain diminish in size looking at the full list of Oreo flavors. Well, when you said the apple one, I was like, I'm intrigued, but I won't. Yeah. There was one, the one that really slid under the radar there was um, Love Oreos, which Hmm. sort of, what is that? Is that a John Lennon flavor? They're made and... and There's just, it's just cum. When when two Oreos love each other very much. (laughs) When a mommy Oreo loves a daddy Oreo very much. They make love Oreos. (laughs) We don't fuck Oreos. We make love Love. Oreos. (laughs) Love Oreos. That's right. (laughs) Oreo, I'm sure if they could make some like like almost like um, edible candles or like those like candle wax you could actually drip it on somebody. I bet Oreo, if they could, Ooh. they would create something. Like kinky, that. kinky little cookies. Oreos. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know they're trying to quarter everybody. <laughs> it's time for you to take the stage. <laughs> Thank you so much, Oreos, for taking me through my life. Mm. I really appreciate you all from the beginning of my time. There's always been Oreos around. I'm grateful for your fullness. I'm grateful for your roundness. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for your deliciousness. I've always savored the flavor and I am excited for more. Even though that you all do not pay your workers and you create slave wages for people, it's kind of like my love for (laughs) Chick-fil-A. 
I love you, Oreos. You are the crack to my pipe. <laughs> and I'm going to smoke you every night for the rest of my life. Ooh, Oreo. Okay, Max debuting the new Oreo jingle. <laughs> Academia exclusive. That's right. <laughs> We're here first, folks. Yeah. Uh, oh. Max, thank you so much for being here. This, this was awesome. great. Thank you. Thank you all for having me. Before we let you go, is there anything you want to plug? Where can people find you on social and IRL? Anything I want to plug? Yes, find me at that. Uh, that's I was about to say that's a Raven. That's Max Thomas. <laughs> that's Max Thomas. <laughs> on everything. Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> on everything. Um, let me see. See me at Zany's October 16th. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch my Comedy Central set on YouTube. And also see me at Second City uh, every week performing on many of their stages. Um, and if you're in the yes. city known as Chicago on October 25th, stop by Golden Dagger in Lincoln Park to see a one night only preview oh, of my yes. solo show, Ingenue. We'll be in Chicago one Ooh, night only, folks. I gotta beat it. See you there. Wow. Hell yes. Alexi, anything you want to plug? Drop those splatter dates again, baby girl. Of course, always every Saturday in October, 8 p.m. Splatter, you'll see me. Um, yes. I gotta come see you. Yeah. Um, I play Ellen and I love her so, so much. And we also have a Halloween show at 8 p.m. Come see it for a bloody time. Hell yes. And with that, there's only one thing left to say. Alexi, I love you. Lucy, I love you. Bye. Bye.